Everyone needs to feel in control. We want to have control of our bodies, and we want to have control over our feelings, to feel in control of our decision making. Just think about all the challenges in your life and what would be helpful for you to deal with them. You're listening to Wellbeing in Sync. I'm B. Harris. I'm a psychologist. These series of podcasts are about helping you with that, building your resilience and giving you the tools to take on the challenges. Hi, everyone. It's B again. Uh, here we are, time to talk together. Uh, I look forward to it. So it's part of well-being and sync. And today I, I thought I'd want to take time to talk about something that may feel like a weird combination. But uh, I thought it would be helpful to hear that there really is a collaboration between caring and speaking up. Uh, we don't usually talk about it that way. And it would be great to think about those two words because we're putting a lot of effort at Humana, aren't we? to talk about the importance of collaboration and speaking up. And the reason I, I, I picked these words and put them together is because I, I wanted you to see that even though we're working from home and we're not there and in the context that we were most familiar with, I mean, in the way that we were familiar with, because uh, it's not that you're not familiar with home, it's how you're there now that you could practice something at home that could really have uh, great value when the world returns to a place that's more palatable to us when we're together. So let's talk a little bit about this collaboration and speaking up stuff and what that is. And speaking up is a big deal, collaborating whether I know it's a word that we talk about in work is something we have to force, but the reality is collaboration has already been in your life. It's not really new. The body is actually built that way. The, the body and mind are, are great collaborative systems. It's totally intertwined. I think we all know that. I think we're just sort of at a loss of how to bring that into the business world and what does that really mean. But emotions and physical health are intertwined and it's all intertwined with how you think. So you're not uh, siloed. Um, so that's why we talk about the world collaboration with great emphasis at work because we haven't really learned yet how to do it there. But it's in who we are. And quite honestly, you know that if you've been around a group of people personally or at home in a, a family life, collaborating is hard work, isn't it? Um, it is hard. Uh, and speaking up can be hard. So let's talk about it uh, first at home in your personal life, and then we could talk about how that's great practice. Might as well start there and then see how you could bring that into work. So here you're isolated. And what happens when we're among people who aren't us, they don't necessarily think the way you do, do they? We don't always agree about our perceptions of the world. And even if we agree on our perceptions of the world, which by itself is a miracle, we may not agree on what actions we should do. What should we do this weekend? How should we handle this problem? How do we raise the kids? How do we spend our money? 
what do we do in the house, all of it, what I should wear, how I should act, what I should do to take care of myself, it's all complicated. So what does that mean? That means, what does speaking up have to do with that be? I thought speaking up and in your group at work, you're supposed to tell your point of view. Well, aren't, isn't that what I'm talking about here? So what does that mean when you're around uh, those who are not you, which of course is everyone, and they come up with a suggestion of something to do and you really don't want to do it, will you speak up? Will you say, no, I don't feel like it? Or will you be silent? Or will you have that feeling of, gee, why wasn't I asked, uh, turn into other feelings like even anger, but maybe anger you're not even in touch with, what we call that suppressing your feelings, really. You don't even know you're feeling it. It comes out in eating more or sleeping more or finding yourself, isolating yourself. The truth is you're going to react. That's the point I've been making repeatedly. You're all connected. Emotions are data too. They're normal. Uh, that we're not necessarily aware of all the uh, reactions that are going on in our system or how we uh, relate to uh, the internal environment or the external environment and managing ourselves. Um, I guess I'm sort of summarizing things we've talked about before. So we have to let in um, when we're having conversations using, you know how your brain works and you come up with an idea or a thought? Their information is coming from someplace else too, your feeling. Um, you, finding when somebody suggests something or says something to you, you have a blip of feeling, you don't like it. Um, that's telling you, I mean, if you noted at all, that maybe you don't agree. Maybe the first thing you feel is your feeling before your mind says, you know, I have other approaches to it. So we're not all intellectual. Quite honestly, the first part of us that reacts is our emotion. So how do I have the courage if I'm not used to telling what I want to do? Somebody tells me, because in a way, really, what I'm talking about is what happens in relationships a lot are disagreements. I'm not talking about fights. I'm talking about disagreements. I don't agree with what you want us to do. I don't agree with your thoughts about how the finances should be spent or how what we should do in relation to our parents or our children. All of it. So when I speak up and disagree, what will allow me to do it if I'm uncomfortable? And I usually have grown up going along with what other people want. Because it is supporting a need, isn't it? Um, the need to get along or to be at peace or to be happy or to have the other person love me or respond to me. Maybe if I put in in my head, you know what, I could really uh, get along or care or be supportive and disagree. I first have to believe that that's possible, that disagreeing is not against a relationship. I have to first let in in our mind that disagreeing could be in support of the relationship and in support of caring. So caring uh, for something that really is an important value, 
uh, growing our relationship, growing our openness, growing our trust. I will do everything for our relationship, and that means I will speak up for it. So you speak up for a value. You speak up for something important. Once you understand that, that will give you the courage to speak up. Now, this is, these are big topics for a short amount of time, so I've been a little optimistic, but let me throw up the connection to collaboration. Collaborating at home really means let's work together in terms of how we see the world differently and figure out how we can come to some point that makes sense. That we have to trust that if we air our different points of view and have a discussion, we will come together to find out what works best. So that's the value of collaboration. We have to believe that the combination of more thinking is better than one person's thinking. Otherwise, what's the point? Um, you can pick one person and say, okay, you make all the decisions, you don't need input, you don't have to ask anybody or invite other people who have experience, just do it. That's really being controlling, quite honestly. So I'm starting off with a value uh, and a point of view that you've heard, not, not new, they might say two, two minds are better than one. I'll say many minds are certainly better than one, not because one person is stupid, but because the acts of creation or disagreements lead to new ways of solving something. That's really the focus of this. So I get a little bit like a school teacher here at the end. So we have to start out with that, that there's value in it. There's value. I have to also believe, by the way, in order to hear other people's disagreements, that it won't submerge mine just by listening. So I just made it a little bit more complicated. So maybe for a future talk, we could spend a little time more on this because it is complicated territory. But what I'm trying to put in your thinking, and even now, you have a possibility but practicing, when I say practicing, because it isn't something that works just by one time, we have to get comfortable learning how to disagree or being open about having another view, but in a way that's not um, being emotional. Uh, sharing an emotion is different or a feeling is different than being emotional, but in a way that it says, gee, I want to say this in my regular tone of voice. Uh, gee, I have another view. Can we uh, have a discussion about this and see if we can come up with something, a creative idea about how to solve our differences? And maybe that should be our next time together, my giving some examples and what you might say. Because the last thing we want when we disagree or we're in, at work, we want our colleagues to like you, right? Uh, we don't want to be abandoned. We don't want to be seen as difficult. So I get that. That's pretty normal and not a bad way to think. Anyway, let's close there. And you know, as always, we'll talk more. And thanks for listening. <laughs>